Oh, welcome. This is the BS Show. We haven't done one of these in quite a long time. Yeah, I thought we got canceled there for a minute. I don't know. We may be pulling off of Spotify because of Joe Rogan. I haven't decided yet. Uh, on the couch with me, I have a, a Nicholas. Hey. And a Curtis. Oh, hey there. And via the magic of the internet and Discord, I have Caleb. <laughs> we didn't hear anything. You didn't hear anything? Nope. nope. <laughs> like make a fart noise and nothing happened? <laughs> nothing happened. You you exceeded the uh, microphone's well, volume level. My... <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, that was a waste. Let me try it again. Kind of. It's little I there. Spit everywhere though. <laughs> Discord is uh, amazing. I don't know if anyone listened to the last episode, but there's a lot of cutout and glitches. It's hilarious. Nice. Well, gotten there yet? <laughs> <laughs> COVID, man. COVID. Uh, I did see today, and hopefully we won't get pulled off of Spotify for talking about COVID. Uh, Twenty five hundred new cases in our area, just as yesterday. Hmm. Yeah. Is that up or down? That's way up. Uh, really? Well, it's been that our average for the last uh, since January. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay, gonna say well, right now, <clears throat> if uh, anyone in the house gets COVID, I'll just get it with you, and we'll just podcast twenty four seven COVID style. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, just a twenty-four, like a twenty-four hour news cycle, but podcasting. Yep, <laughs> updates. Chest just still a, hurts. It's a live cast. That's what that is. Live cast. Yeah. Are they really pulling off episodes that they talk about COVID? Uh, I don't. I have. I. I have no idea what's happening with Joe Rogan, other than like he said something stupid, which is I don't know everything Every he does. And all these like famous artists are taking their stuff off of Spotify. Because well, it's part, it's in part because of COVID misinformation, but then also like, can't remember when this happened, but on one of his recent episodes, he said the N word. Yeah. Just straight up said it. Oh. So, I mean, he's really just doing dumb thing after dumb thing. So what are you going to do? Right. I, I don't listen to Joe Rogan. Uh, yeah. That's what we're going to continue do. not listening. <laughs> I've never listened to him. So yeah. I'm just going to keep up with my, my current friend. <laughs> I've always liked when he had like MMA fighters on because it's like, oh, they can dissect a fight or talk a little bit about um, just the journey of some of the fighters. But then he'll get some conspiracy theorist on there and I'm like or someone who's probably more hateful than they have a right to be. And I'm like, what? Why do you have these people on, Joe? Uh, And if he has MMA fighters or some stand ups like when he has Bill Burr on, I'll check that out. But that's. That's about it. I do love me some Bill Burr. He's a he's a good one. But apparently they're pulling off his episodes, and it may be Bill Burr doesn't want to be associated with Rogan anymore. Again, I've only seen the headline. I actually just recently started rewatching Chappelle's show, and I did not realize that Bill Burr was in season two. Like a lot. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, that's interesting. The uh, the racial draft. I think that was the first (laughs) one of his first skits. He's one of the commentators. Commentators. I've talked about this before, but the old Dana Carvey show that only lasted for like five episodes has like the who's who of comedy geniuses. Mm-hmm. You have like Dana Carvey, Stephen Colbert, um, who? Steve Carell. He's Carell. probably the best part of it. I mean, he 
they did all kinds of silly stuff with him. Like even pre creepy uh C- or uh what is his name? Louis CK. Louis CK. Like just the who's who of just upcoming comics were on that show and only lasted five episodes. The shame he died in that horrible masturbation accident. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's a straight up steal from Chappelle. So. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people just in hot water recently. Like Joss Whedon is in hot water for being an asshole, I guess. Well, I think yeah. we're just getting around to the second roundabouts of just trying to cancel culture. So it's true. Maybe. It's interesting because, like, I think in, in the overall grand scheme, I think. The, a lot of these people needed to be canceled, but then there's some things that are happening where I'm like, okay, maybe the pendulum swung a little too far. Uh, there's this uh, minor league hockey player. These two guys got in a fight, and uh, it was a big kerfuffle. And then one guy uh, who is African-American, uh, I believe he's Canadian, so I don't think African-American is the right term. He's of African descent. African uh, he just turned and got really mad at this uh, white player. And he was saying, the, uh, the his last name is Suban. Suban oh, said, yeah. uh, it's not PK, I think it might be a family member. Uh, he said, uh, um, the guy said racial words to me or, or uh, monkey noises was what he made towards me. And so this guy, like, they didn't do any investigation. The guy that they said did all these things, suspended for a long time, got released from the team. He's done, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, then he comes back and he says, I didn't do that. I made a sound like, oh, big tough guy. Ooh. And then you go back and watch the video of it. You're like, oh, yeah, that is what he did. He just made a ooh, big tough guy thing. And it's interesting how it's good that they're wanting to protect people from racial gestures and people who are just being a racist asshole. But you might have made a mistake on this one. You might want to walk it back. But no one's going to at this point. Otherwise, the optics look bad. So cool. my, my favorite is, too, with a lot of this stuff, like people of – like color they'll they'll drop the n-word all the time but then they get mad when other people do it and it's like well you should be held to the same standard that you're holding us how about just no one says it because it's derogatory no matter who uses it but yeah but at the same time i think they probably like people who are black will probably say hey i don't say it because there's several i know black people who don't use that word at all right and i'm not Um, saying that like everyone does it but it's like the ones that do it's like well and I don't, uh, I forget what movie it is, but it's the basketball team, and Samuel Jackson is coaching it, and he goes on a whole spiel. He's like, "I don't want to hear you guys bringing that out of your mouth because that just reinforces anyone else to use it." And I was like, "That's such a good, valid point, too." I can agree with that. I also know that it sounds great in a lot of hip hop songs. <laughs> <laughs> But I want to rap straight out of Compton. It's it's a classic, you know. So, I mean, like what we're gonna have for the Super Bowl halftime show this year? Oh man, I uh, I kind of look forward to seeing how they pull that off with uh, with Eminem. Is he gonna rap about killing his mom again? Oh, that's why I said to Nick when we're talking about it. I was like, so like one song they could play, maybe that gets on TV. Probably like. (laughs) Probably maybe one chorus. Huh? <laughs> Half of a Ooh, chorus. Claps, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, like, name one song that isn't about, like, bitches and hoes, weed, uh, the N-word. Hey, 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 you watch your mouth on that part there, sir. 
Well, I'm, I'm just saying for public consumption on a network TV show, are they going to talk about weed? Or just dropping the F-bomb multiple times? Right. Like, <laughs> can you I name an Eminem song that isn't doesn't have a cuss word in it? No. No. There, there isn't, isn't one. one. But I hope it's just like my experience in the eighth grade of going to the Up and Smoke tour when I was the only white kid there. <laughs> and the lights go out. And I'm excited because I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. And when the lights go out, I just saw the entire place still light up because the joints were being lit left and right. And I was like, oh, you can smoke inside here? It was at a <laughs> arena. I was just dumb and didn't know they were all about to smoke some weed. <laughs> Warp Tour was like that, too. I remember it was on, on the weed. Fest. <laughs> on the weed. On the weed. Fest when Outcast was uh, like the headliner. I've never been so high in my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. The Ho Ho Show one year, the when Cake played, there was a lot of weed going around. I could see that. that. Yeah. Yeah, I want to show you guys something kind of cool. Uh, since we're doing this over uh, Discord, I've got my uh, camera on. Uh, my niece, actually, she's been as like an assistant equipment manager. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blues. And she's like, uh, hey, I want to get you a, a, a stick. I'm like, oh, cool. She got me a broken stick mm-hmm. of uh, Oscar Sunquist. I don't know if you can see the name there. Oh, we nice. can, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I've got a nice broken stick here. I've gotten fiberglass stuck in my fingers three times already. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of a cool little toy that I got. Here's the other half of it, the actual blade oh, nice. of it. It's very light. If I ever put this thing together somehow... I'll have to get Mr. Sunquist to sign this. Uh, you'll probably have to go to the Elven City so that they can forge it back to a new stick. <laughs> forge it? That's amazing. In Elf world, I'm going there. Uh, knowing hockey equipment, because I've I've played, that stick that you hold in your hands is like $250, maybe even yeah. $300. All I know is I think Elven World is uh, in this area. It's probably around like Wright City. It's in the middle of nowhere, so you really have to drive really far out. Probably true. Out, out in the wine country. <laughs> wine country? Yeah, and where they buried all that nuclear energy. I thought that was like in Burtonwood. Brentwood? Uh, Not Brentwood. Yeah. Uh, uh, the other one. Maryland Heights? No. No, I think it's over, like, it's just past uh, Francis Howell uh, High School. It's where the dump is, whatever. Yeah, which is not far from Maryland. It's If it's not in Maryland Heights, it's next to Maryland Heights. It's, it starts with a B. I know that. And hmm. then Bridgeton? Bridgeton, that's Bridgeton, it. Bridgeton, that'll do it. Yeah, oh. yeah. that's where uh, the nuclear waste is on fire towards the dumps. I was going to say, is it still on fire? Yeah, it's had, always been on fire. Yep. Yeah. It's going to go out for a few thousand years. Do what? I don't think that goes out for a few thousand years. No, I I don't think so either. So, you know, that's fun. Look at those elves on it, though. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, we can just go roast some marshmallows over by it. Maybe get some superpowers. It's underground. Yeah, so? Okay. Just just (laughs) dig a hole a little bit. You know, it's fine. Let some of the flames come out of the hole. It'll be all right. Yeah, it still definitely doesn't sound like a good thing to have going on. No, well, it's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> I'm in danger. 
Uh, good times. Uh, so I guess we'll move into like life updates. Uh, it's been a while since we've, me and Caleb talked, but it's been a while since we've all been kind of together on the couch and stuff. Um, and so I guess we'll start with Nick. Uh, how's life? What's going on? Uh, a lot of work and then some more work, a little bit of fun and then more work. Uh, at the beginning of the year, my uh, my department got ravaged by COVID, so mm. for basically the entire month of January, I had at least one person out, if not multiple, and I was just working a shit ton of hours. It was great. Overtime's always nice. And uh, yeah, that's that's I mean that's that's my life these days. Yeah, you do do the work a lot. I do. And that's why you're very hardly ever on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So when we can get you, absolutely, because you just work all the time. Pretty much. Your dulcet tones on our podcast. You love my tones. I do. <laughs> you have a good radio voice. I have a terrible radio voice because of my lisp. It's crazy because people always tell me, like with the other podcasts that me and uh, my buddy Carter would do, everyone's like, dude, Nick, you sound so good on the podcast. Like You have the perfect voice for it. And I go... Uh, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> sure. All right. I like to say that I have a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have a voice for radio. It's uh, all right. It's like, uh, I, I hate listening to myself on the podcast. I absolutely Did, hate You it. have a voice for silent film. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But I don't have the face for silent film, so I guess like I s- sit in the orchestra. I guess I need to play instruments. <laughs> uh, what about what about the voice for uh, animated voiceovers? I was gonna say maybe monster movies. Unless he has like, like the an, swamp thing, or uh, does the swamp oh, thing have a list? <laughs> we don't know. I was gonna say Tim. You could also maybe have the perfect voice for puppet shows. <laughs> Kermit the Frog here. (laughs) 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 Why does Mickey have a lisp now? (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Him and Goofy got into it in the back. and uh... I guess. It's all the times I've hit my head, probably. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Curtis, what's going on with you? Uh, Well... The car's doing fun stuff. Oh, this is one that I didn't tell you about even earlier. Oh, yeah. So, with it being cold, go yep. up there, start it up early. Mm-hmm. We're walking out there, and it's just making a weird noise, and it's doing it in weird intervals, and I'm just like, what on earth is that? And I just like stood and looked at the car for like a solid minute, trying to pin down what on earth it could possibly be. Mm-hmm. Uh, opened up the door, just gave up. I was like, I'm going to work, whatever. Open up the door, and I realized that I think a wire is crossed with what used to be a PA system in there with my radio, because it was just going with the rhythm of the song on the radio. That makes sense. Yep. So, Frank's always fun. He's always got some yep character features that he just likes to throw out there inexplicably. I was waiting for you to say that you lifted up the uh, hood and then you just saw a cat being mangled inside the engine or something. (laughs) (laughs) There are neighborhood cats, and that's something I do worry about. Mm. Yeah. So far, so good on no cats in my car. So true. And you have a dashboard that doesn't work now. Yeah, that one's really fun (laughs) because it just kind of does whatever it wants. I was telling this story earlier, but I don't know if I told you, Nick or Caleb, but um, 
uh, with this winter storm that we had going on, uh, they sent us home from work. And I was like, yeah, I could set up at home, but really, like, I have an old desk in my mom's basement. I was like, I'm just going to post up on my mom's for a few days. Um, so I came home, got some, like, clothes and some food and stuff to take over there. Between here and my mom's house, it's not even five minutes. It's on the other side of the neighborhood. But it's like le- two streets over. It's like two streets over. But legitimately, my dashboard, like where my speedometer attack and everything is, uh, would come on and turn off. Come on, turn off. This happened like a dozen times in the two streets over that I went. But drove it around today, not a problem. It's driving just fine. <laughs> so the backstory on Frank is <clears throat> I purchased Frank June of 2019 to have a second car. And then we started doing telework, and I was like, I don't really need a second car anymore. So then I sold it to Curtis. And I told him all the quirks and features of uh, Frank at the time, like the gear shifter doesn't like to go in gear. Uh, The transmission kind of slips. He has some weird power draw where the battery will just die randomly. Uh, And I I explicitly told Curtis all this stuff to make sure, hey, we're – you know, on the same page, I'm selling you maybe a, a piece of crap car. <laughs> yeah, I was perfectly aware and perfectly fine with. And I mean, so so far it still drives. Don't have any real like major problems. Just weird, quirky little things. Yep, like right. The dashboard. And he he was a retired cop car too. He is a PI, um, police interceptor. Interceptor. Yeah. <clears throat> so the car, at least when I had it, ran perfectly great. Like, it was a really nice driving car. Mm-hmm. It just, it's kind of weird sometimes. It's got weird things about it. <laughs> well, even for the couple months I was driving it, I didn't really have any problems other than it just guzzles down gas. But He does that, yes. It's really not that bad, I don't think. It averages about 20. Well, compared to his old Fusion, when he wrecked that, he was sure. probably getting like 30. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh my the car that I sold, I was getting like 45, 50 miles yeah. a gallon. So by comparison, yeah, it does guzzle down. But in terms of what kind of power and how well it drives, 20, it's also funny. It's mm. funny when you're going like 9,500 on the highway and cars are just getting out of your way. That is fun. <laughs> I don't know if I told this story, but I actually did manage to get somebody to pull over one night. I was coming home from Ryan's coming up 141. <laughs> and this guy just flies past me. And so I was like, if I'm ever going to do it, it's right now. So I gun it, get up behind the guy. He pulls over, and I just keep driving. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Caleb. Well, Curtis, are you finished? Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Cool. Caleb, how's your yeah. week been? Uh, it's going pretty good. We've been really busy with work. Uh, yesterday, actually, um, we celebrated my sister Brooke's birthday, even though her birthday is technically tomorrow. Just a good time to get together and celebrate. It was nice. I have not seen my family in over a month. So oh, shit. Um, yeah, and they don't live that far. They're like five <laughs> miles away. So um, shame on me for being a bad son um, and brother. But yeah, we we went over there and hung out, which was great yesterday. Um, just really excited for uh, Kate because she has a couple of. Um, opportunities coming her way. I'm not going to say too much else. Maybe next week or the week after I'll have some updates, but some good things are happening for her, which is long overdue. So definitely happy for that. Oh, one of those things, the couch or... 
Ouch, man, dude, that's coming in a month. I can't wait. Like, I, I told Kate, I just want that so I can nap on it. Oh, it's so comfy. It's nice and big. It's got a nice chase as well. So, both recline on it. Oh, but... comes with a guy named Chase? Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to recline on an actual man. Is he going to pet your hair while you're napping? No, I don't like that. I'm not a cat, so no. <laughs> But uh, I will say, Curtis, the difference between you and me, man, you're talking about your car and all that stuff. I'm telling you, after all those problems, like after the second one and I'm driving, I just get out of the car and light it on fire and walk home. (laughs) I'm not dealing with all that. I just go, no, forget it. This is a stupid car. You're going to hell where you belong. (laughs) I mean, I would rather have a car that I know how to work on than a car that requires a warranty and I'm going to have to take into a shop, which is what my last car was. Good car, Toyota Corolla. It was just too much technology mm. for me. But an old okay. Crown Victoria with a V8 and um, coil packs, transmission. It's pretty straightforward, pretty easy so, to tend to. So we, have thing. A, we have a second difference as well. You can work on a car. <laughs> I can't. I just look at it and go, can I fill it with gas? Can I fill it the tires? All right, that's it. That's all I can do. Moving on. Doop, doop, doop. <laughs> I don't like working on cars, especially Sally, because it's like, if I break anything, mm-hmm. well, that's thousands of dollars. Cool. Yeah, I don't yeah. like cool. working on other people's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in the Crown Vic, the reason why I bought it is those things can run to like 500,000 miles. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not unheard of. Yeah. That car is going to last a long time. It's going to have some, uh, some stuff's going to come up between now and then, but... It's relatively worthwhile to keep the maintenance up on it. Right. Well, even my uh, Sally, which is the 5.0, which is just an older or younger brother of the 4.6, which is in the Crown Vic, I have 127,000 miles on that car and zero problems. Mm -hmm. Zero. Yeah, I mean, nothing with Frank is mechanical to this point. It's just weird electrical stuff because there was a bunch of cop stuff in there right. that they literally just pulled out and didn't pull out all the wires. So there's just extra wires in well, there well, they doing even, who knows what. They didn't even pull out everything. No. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I mean, granted, the little like spotlight on there, they're never going to take that out because they would have to like patch that with fiberglass, blah, blah, blah. But like, yeah, there's it's supposedly probably handy. a PA system in there. Well, uh, the sirens are also still in there. I don't know if you've seen that. I but, haven't. But if you look through the grill, it's definitely too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> yep. that. There's, I mean, it would probably be a pretty easy fix mm-hmm. to turn those on. <laughs> yep. I think you should. <laughs> I, I think the next problem you're going to have is you're just going to be driving down the street, and they're going to go they're off. They're just going to go well, off. Oh, well. <laughs> I just have to keep driving with this. <laughs> a cop pulls you over for having the cop sirens going off. You're like, I, I don't know what to do. Right. I, uh... <laughs> Look, I have no buttons for this. I think you I should get literally some holes in the lining in the top where there was stuff and there is no longer. I can't this, make it stop. This That's... would be the point when you and the police officer get out of the car, light it on fire. <laughs> it, and at least someone's there to give you a ride afterwards. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's true. Good guy, I'm sure. There is a hole in the ceiling of Frank that I put my sunglasses in. Yep, I, yep. I stick stuff up there. Cause <laughs> I'm going to get you place. one of those just like <clears throat> little lights. A detective um, light? The detective you lights that you get like at the, at like the 
the games or whatever. You turn in your tickets. I'll just I'm going to give you one of those. Like Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. (laughs) So you can just put it there and be like. (laughs) So why was Curtis arrested? Well, (laughs) turns out it's a crime to impersonate a cop car. Turns out, turns out, uh, I kind of updated everyone in the middle with my work situation. It's been a dumpster fire on top of a dumpster fire all this COVID time and we've been shut down and then and so we had a massive snowstorm storm here in the St. Louis area. Well, it was I went pretty well across the country. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to say seven to nine inches probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, we so have 11. 11. Wow. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> huh? Uh, so we were actually closed Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the building was closed, but we have a telework agreement. So we teleworked and they wanted us to come in Friday and I was like, no. So I just took off Friday because <laughs> apparently roads were still really bad on Friday morning. Yeah. They weren't amazing. Yeah. They were the end of my workday Thursday. They were talking about having us come back in Friday and this is something I didn't talk about yet, but Frank was literally frozen shut. <laughs> Like, I was out there, like, I shoveled a path to the car, and I had, like, an, a heat gun, which is just, like, an industrial hairdryer, uh-huh. just, like, trying to melt the ice off of the seams, and to no avail. I was out there for, like, 45 minutes. I came back in, and I was going to tell my boss, I was like, I can't even get in my car, man. Like, I don't, it, it's not, I'm not going to be there. But came to a phone message that said, hey, don't worry about coming in tomorrow, which was good, because I heard a lot of reports about people spinning out on 64, a lot of black how eyes. I would go home, and, or that's how I would get to work. And also, I would have definitely been one of them in Frank. Yeah. And Sally, if I sneeze the wrong way, I'm kind of sideways. Yeah. So I didn't want to. <laughs> even like crawling up the driveway. So I shoveled my driveway, kind of. And even crawling up my driveway, because it's a pretty big driveway, I got sideways. And I'm like, well, all right. Yeah, when I finally <laughs> pulled back in, coming back from my mom's, I definitely came up the driveway a little bit sideways. I was like, this is fun. Yeah, yeah. I only made it up about where you parked <laughs> the other day. <laughs> we hadn't done any snow yet. I was like, all right, cool. It's great. Great, great, great. It's uh, so like, hopefully I can get out tomorrow. And so work has been just a dumpster fire, and it's been hilarious. And... Uh, I'm just holding on at this point, going, well, all right, nothing I can do about that. Cool, 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 cool. I'm still getting paid, so good luck. Um, I think I talked about my promotion. Did I talk about that, Caleb? Yeah, you did. Uh, well, how they screwed it up, but worked out in my favor. Did I mention that? No, I don't no. know anything about I, this. You told me about it, but I don't think it was on a podcast. So, All right, so <clears throat> the kind of the backstory is I was on another team, is the best way I can put that. And they put in the paperwork for my promotion because I got this job. Well, apparently that manager accepted it and improved it. So then I get moved to a different team and they're like, hey, you're not getting promoted until the end of January, by the way, because you need a full 90 days. And I did a detail, which means I was in the position. So I kind of did, you know, days, like 50 something days. So I had to wait 30 days. Well, HR somehow approved my promotion even though the manager that I now work for didn't. So then I was getting paid my promotion and got it. And they're like, well, uh, we're not going to do anything about it. We're not going to fix that. (laughs) We're just going to keep going. Yeah. So I got promoted accidentally (laughs) early. (laughs) That's how chaotic things are in my workplace right now. I mean, they're just 
trying to file paperwork as fast as they can, and they're just like, to hell with it. Well, so multiple things happen as we had the holidays, and at sure. my workplace, everyone takes off at least two to three weeks for the holidays. Mm-hmm. I wish I could do that. Right. If it's not like I took a week off, well, then someone will take the week before and someone will take the week after. So there's like three people that show up and then you have HR, which is a completely different, you know, doing that same thing. So that holidays hit right when I was getting transitioned over. Then on top of that, we got shut down again to 25%. So no one knows what's going on and who's doing what. And, you know, it's cool. And the head honcho in D.C. is retiring in April. So that's going to be a cluster. (laughs) That sounds like a lot. I'm going to take his position. Uh, it's a presidential appointee, so uh, Uncle Joe, I guess. I'll send him a strongly worded letter is why I should get that position. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's going to be exciting. And then uh, Congress is Congress, so who knows when this guy will actually... Or get approved. Uh... Right? So it could, and the Republicans could come in and be like, no... We're going to wait for an election because that's how we roll. So we then, don't want no Democrats appointing nobody. Right. Is your Republican congressman Vince McMahon? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All of them are. Listen, pal. Listen, we're not going to do anything with this Supreme Court justice. <laughs> Hulk's got a flex. <laughs> brother, brother. Um, yeah, brother, brother. And so that's a whole other situation because also the Republicans are trying to get us back to work and writing strongly worded letters to the president. So there is a fear that they just wait for a Republican president and then we all get COVID when we're all forced back to work. So it, I, whatever. It's a, yeah, great. Everything's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. State of the world. State of the world. It's a wild man. roller coaster out there. Well, it's just. It's so crazy working from the government, and I literally have to tell people, like, well, it's kind of up what the president of the United States decides. <laughs> Whenever he gets around to it in his agenda. Right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's my update. There's just Caleb playing with his stick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's me playing with my stick. Um, Actually, this hockey stick is a really great back scratcher. I've been using uh, the sound filters uh, as a back scratcher, uh, the pop filter. <laughs> oh, okay. Because it has like this metal edge to it, and it feels great on my dry back. Hmm. Yeah. All I know is Oscar Sunquist stick, which yeah, ladies, Ooh. it's very nice. Very uh, nice. Is it's really lightweight. This thing maybe weighs like a pound and a half. What's the curve on it? To the right. <laughs> Ooh. Don't know your left and your right, huh? All right. No, uh, I messed that up, but it's the left. Uh, I was in Nirvana, man, with my back scratcher. So uh, we're, this is a history episode of the BS Show. Uh, and today, today, February 6th, marks a special day. Not for us, but for England. It's when... Uh, King George the Sixth passed away, <laughs> February February sixth, nineteen fifty two. So today would start Queen Elizabeth's reign. Yay! Seventy oh. years. Yeah, seventy years. It's her platinum jubilee. Something. What's yeah? What's the hallmark for seventy years? I don't know. I didn't look it up. Man, that'd have been a good. Caleb should know off the top of his head. So I feel you, like that would be a fact that Caleb would know. 
I don't know, but I'm going to check. No one knows about Queen Elizabeth's reign? <laughs> Dead silence. <laughs> no, not at all. I well, wish I could make uh, really good cricket noises with my mouth, but I can't. Chirp, chirp. That's not chirp. Chirp, chirp, chirp. chirp Curtis, chirp. what what noise does a bird make? Caca. <laughs> Caca. It's some Caca. kind of uh, jubilee. Is I know a part of it because of like the from years. the X Men. Yes, folks. Uh, looks like it is the platinum, platinum anniversary. Man, she is a platinum royal monarch. Yeah, mm. is she the longest reigning monarch? I mean, she's yeah. got to be. Yeah, yeah she. Right. I noticed that she beat out uh, Victoria. I think was the longest before, and she beat her out not that long ago. So, yep, yep. Started February sixth, nineteen fifty two, is when her reign started. When her father, King George, passed away. Yeah, dude. I think lung cancer. Hmm. Yeah, shocker. Yeah, he smoked like a chimney. Yep. And the whole uh, this whole process is actually fascinating how King George the Sixth gets uh the kingdom coronated. the realm the crown the crown thank you uh because he was the second son and there was a King Edward the what is that five six seven is it V I I I eight one I three eyes three eyes that's eight. that's eighth eighth uh was the person who was the king, and then something happened, and then King George became king. So oh, Elizabeth, I can tell you what happened with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Queen Elizabeth wasn't even supposed to be queen at all. Like she was like fourth or fifth in line, or third, I think third in line. Wasn't yeah, even supposed was to be third. queen uh, until the thing happened with King Edward. So Caleb, you know. Uh, so basically, he was in love with a woman who. Had previously been married, was an actress, and an American, and all of those things made basically the status quo in England say, nope, you can't marry her unless you abdicate your throne. And Edward's like, fine, I'll just abdicate my throne. So his younger brother, who like didn't want to be king really, he didn't want that responsibility, just kind of had it chucked at him, and poor guy had to be put in the limelight for something that he really wasn't comfortable with. I'm sure the reason why he smoked so much was because of the anxiety that he had built up from having to be in the public. If you've ever seen the movie, the King's speech, that's the same guy. He couldn't, he was so nervous about speaking in public that his stutter got worse and worse and worse. So he just smoked to calm his nerves as much as he could. And yeah, sadly that's what made him. That's what killed him. Yep. Uh, also dated 1936 and does anyone know what historical event was happening around then? Was it World War Two? Yeah, no. the no, cusp of well, the cusp of World War Two. Yeah. Germany was doing yeah, some was probably, stuff. Hitler was uh, probably it was when he was, he was in Bavaria he, and snaking his way up into power. Yeah. So in '36, Hitler was in power at that point. Mm-hmm. And when did he invade Austria? Uh, Poland was his first invasion in 39, but he annexed uh, Austria in, I want to say, 37. might have been 38. So you have this king uh, say, yeah, I want to marry this American woman who's divorced. American? Oh, I better not sing that song. Sorry, never mind. <laughs> you can do up to 30 seconds. You're good. American woman! <laughs> uh, 
And then this guy who doesn't want to be king is now suddenly dealing with the very beginning of World War II. <clears throat> yeah, you can imagine. Sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a, it, the England is very weird because if you're if you have the crown, you are now the head of the Church of England. So that's why the whole divorce thing was a problem. Sure. Ah, yeah, that makes more sense now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought it was just the fact that she was American, and they're like, "No, we don't want to have people from America anywhere in our political system." That's a part of it. Yeah, that's probably a minor part. Uh, I do also have to make a correction, y'all. She is not the longest reigning monarch of all time. She is the longest reigning monarch of uh, the United Kingdom, uh, but she's fourth overall right now. Oh shit! Right now, yeah, she's behind Louis the Fourteenth, who is called the Sun King. Uh, of France, he ruled for 72 years and 110 days. Uh, and then I would screw up this person's name. Oh, wait, the shortened name is Rama the Ninth of Thailand. Um, this person, that person reigned for 70 years and 126 days. And then Johann the Second of Liechtenstein, who ruled for 70 years and 91 days. So she's probably going to pass two this year mm-hmm. if she can make it to 126 days. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, because race is on. wasn't uh, the one like uh, Louis, you said, right? Yeah, Louis the Ninth. Oh, sorry, not the Ninth, uh, the 14th. Wasn't he race. like nine years old when he took the crown or something crazy? Yeah, he was, he was a wee little lad, that's for sure. Yeah. And I think, a, I think that's a good choice. Put a nine year old in charge of an entire country. Yeah, <laughs> he really wasn't, though. It was more like they had handlers who ran everything for about 10 years. Sure. Yep. Oh, the queen mother or the king mother. Whatever the region is. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it's fascinating that Queen Elizabeth wasn't even supposed to be queen. It was because this guy wanted to marry someone who's divorced. That's why we have Queen Elizabeth. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Edward was the nominal head of the Church of England, which at the time did not allow divorced people to remarry. This is so sp- specific. Uh which did not allow divorced people to remarry in church if their ex-spouses were still alive. Hmm. So just go kill your ex-spouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like there's a lot of motivation for murder there. Right? Hmm. Yeah. Which like is, maybe it wasn't, poor, or wasn't well thought out. Well, that's why you have that one king who just murdered everyone. Yeah. And kept remarrying. Wasn't that Henry VIII? that one king. There was a lot of kings that did that, man. Well, it's true. But the more famous one, I think, was Henry. Henry VIII? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that where we get Bloody Mary from? Uh, so no. Yeah, she was, was it? Uh, I don't think so. Was, yeah, so Mary was uh, his first daughter from uh, Isabel of Spain. She was Catholic. Mary was Catholic. Um, she started... She basically had control of, like, Scotland, for the longest time, hence why Scotland was more Catholic. Uh, and then her half-sister Elizabeth, who Henry favored more, uh, ran England. Mary didn't really kill that many people, but like a few. <laughs> Come mean, on. Just a handful, maybe. That's not yeah, well, that I'm many. sorry, but when it comes to monarchs, they got big body counts. That's and fair. Mary wasn't that big uh, comparatively. So, so Elizabeth, though, had Mary killed. Uh, and... Yeah, there was still some fear left from some of the people I think Mary killed along the way. Yeah, it's a fascinating uh, history of the crown in England of just murdering people. I don't see a problem with it. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, I will say this though. One thing to add about Edward, um, it's a good thing that this all happened that he didn't have like have the crown because he was a Nazi sympathizer as well. Uh, he befriended Hitler even um, mm-hmm. and tried to defend the Nazis in England uh, for you know any way that he could in order to see if he could form an alliance between Germany and in England. So. Uh, not a good dude at all. Yeah, the prime minister at the time, I can't think of his name, it starts with a T, I do believe, before Churchill was a Nazi. Uh, before Churchill was a Chamberlain. Chamberlain. I th- well, who's before Chamberlain? That I don't recall. I think it was Chamberlain then that was a Nazi sympathizer that kept trying to make peace with uh, the Nazis, oh. and that's why you get the power of Churchill going like, no... Stop being dumb. He wants to like take over the planet and kill everybody. So Chamberlain wasn't really a Nazi sympathizer. It's just that he had that history from World War One, where he was trying to do everything he could not to get into a war. That it might have been a different person that we're I mean, thinking yeah, of. Was a I Nazi was going to say, looking back historically, uh, we might look at it as a Nazi sympathizer and like, oh, that was a bad guy. But probably at the time, it might have been just more just trying to keep the peace. And yeah, that's what Chamberlain not was really bring about. the world into a war is what I'm guessing they were trying to do. So, yeah, in hindsight, we could call them Nazi sympathizers, but probably yeah. weren't necessarily bad people. Yeah, maybe, maybe not, um, because that's how you get Churchill in power, because he was the one calling out uh, Hitler's crap when everyone else just wanted to appease Hitler. Um and you get a lot of powerful speeches from Churchill in the late 30s, early 40s about, hey, no, we need to stop this guy. It's coming, whether you like it or not. Um, and it turned out to be right. He was also making backdoor deals <laughs> with FDR um, to try to get ammo and munitions mm-hmm. and weapons from America. Because at that point, America was, air quotes, not involved. They weren't quotes air quotes not involved in the war yeah even though there were like uh that's why the germany was uh destroying those civilian ships is because those civilian ships had a ton of ammo and munitions on them mm-hmm. carrying civilians yeah world war ii is fascinating it really is especially so, so world war one and then even if you get into the history of world war one you realize how connected it is to the Franco-Prussian War. So it's like the Franco-Prussian War is the prequel to this two-part, um, you know, series of just devastation. This war that I think it didn't. It only lasted six months or so, where and Prussia just destroyed France in this uh, war, left them with a huge reparation bill took over Versailles Palace so that they could crown their first Kaiser and, and unify Germany. Well, France was pretty sore about that. And so after World War I ended, France was like, all right, now we pay you back for all of that stuff. And hence <laughs> the Treaty of Versailles. Yup. And that was pretty much the catalyst for Germany wanting to start World War II. Well, that was, yeah. I mean, Hitler was in, like he was a soldier in World War One, So... That's kind of what got him so twisted and angry at the world. And Well, and he was, he was on the front for so long, too, and he saw the progress that was being made. He didn't realize when Germany surrendered, he was in a hospital and he was like, wait, we're surrendering. We're doing so great. We're on the verge of winning because they in the front lines were thinking that they were getting close to winning. 
And they, a lot of soldiers, not all of them, but a, a fair amount of them, thought that the government betrayed them for surrendering when they did. What they didn't realize, though, is people at home uh, in Germany were starving because rationing was so bad that they were living off very little bread, hardly any meat, and it was probably horse meat or something like that that they were eating because there was Delicious. just so little to go around. And that went on for a long time until the onset of World War II. That's how bad yeah. Germany was in shape. And, and another thing to remember with World War One is that uh, you know Germany beat Russia. They helped knock them out of the war. Granted, part of it was uh, the, the Red Uprising and, and the communist uprising brought on by Lenin, but still the Germans were able to knock out Russia. So now they were trying to get all of those troops that were on that eastern front over into the west, and it was just a one-front war. So a lot of these soldiers were thinking, sweet, once we get all of these soldiers over into the Western theater, um, we're going to be able to, to knock out the, the British and the French here and the Americans coming in. We, we just got to get everyone there. And even before they could get everyone to the front, that's when Germany surrendered. So another conspiracy that's twisted kind of out of uh, context is Germans thought, well, our government betrayed us and we didn't have everyone at the front that we could have. Um, but those people then at the front still just didn't realize how bad things were throughout the German country. And, and Austria had fallen apart at this point, too, so they didn't even have any allies. So, Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So, mm-hmm. so that's what you deal with with uh, this uh, King George and why he smoked profusely. Um. Just a few stressors here and there. Just a little bit. Minor ones. You know, know, the whole world is collapsing around you with Germany taking over most of Europe. It's fine. Mm -hmm. It's It's fine. It's cool. It's cool. Not to mention bombing of England. Um, That too. So uh, even like setting the scene of when Elizabeth takes power in 52 and as now the second in line. You have World War Two going on, the bombing of England constantly, and she's like in her twenties, and she is next in line. Can you imagine, like, stress of that, the pressure when you weren't even like in line, like all of a sudden be thrust into this position of going, "All right, here it is. You're second in line. Something could happen to the king. Who knows?" And he was starting to get sick towards the later of. Uh, you know, World War II. I, I, I can't imagine what she was going through and the, um, her strength. You know, one thing I can't imagine through all of this, I think Queen Elizabeth would get along best with Curtis. <laughs> I do, and here's why. Because, uh, not everyone knows this, Elizabeth was a mechanic during World War II. Oh, she, yeah, she was a pretty hands-on gal. Yeah, she took care of some cars. Curtis... Get her to come over, see if she can get those uh, lights out the front. We don't want you getting arrested for being a cop. She's going <laughs> to That friendship you make there will save your butt, my man. <laughs> I don't think the queen's going to take my call. No. I doubt, I doubt it, but... That's why you have to send a strongly worded right? letter. <laughs> there you go. Letter, shoot your shot, man. <laughs> <laughs> she apparently writes back to letters. 
apparently. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Is just, like if you write her a letter, she'll actually write back. Oh, we I'm gotta not, test it. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, you go ahead. I'm not. What's all the that postage interested in stamp cost of a letter royalty. like that? The postage. There's an opportunity for a joke here. Come on. <laughs> Uh, hey, would you mind listening to this podcast in America? <laughs> we we can really use some traction from somewhere. Can we get your endorsement? <laughs> Endorsed by the Queen of England. That would be amazing. That'd be That'd fantastic. Be uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, in 1940, so she, yeah, in 1947, she marries uh, Philip, her husband, who lasted 73 years and recently died in 2021 who was a former prince of Greece and Denmark. I wish I could be a prince. Well, you have to marry... What, what would you want to be a prince of? I don't know. What you got to figure that out, man. In prince order of- for you to get to that level, you got to know, all right, I want to be the prince of Wentzville or I whatever. Be, I want to be a prince of thieves. Mm. Mm. I like that one. <laughs> I think I'm going to be the prince change of... change your name to of, Aladdin? Yeah. Okay. Mm. I, I'd like to be the prince of uh, briskets, if that's okay, because that just seems like a good domain to own. I mean, can I just be the prince of meat? Well, I feel mm. like there's going to be conflict. Well, we're going <laughs> to then have an issue because I've got the briskets. You claim all meats. Yeah, well, then we got to go to war. Okay. No, war yeah. is bad. I think you're the sausage it, prince, the sausage king of yeah. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Did I already get overthrown? I claim it, and then I get overthrown. Yeah. Abe Foreman, the sausage king of Chicago. <laughs> Ferris Bueller, anyone? Anyone? Bueller. 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 Um, yeah, she was 25 years old when her father died in 1952. Uh, and then, yeah. So she was married to Philip already. She was the queen... Regent of seven independent Commonwealth countries, the United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, Pakistan, and Ceylon. C-E-Y-L-O-N. I've never heard of that. Cylon. Cylon. Sounds like Babylon, like some space. Wasn't wasn't those those space robots in, uh, what was that show? Oh, uh, uh, Doctor Who. No. Nope. Pylon? Cylons. They were like android people that... Like, Wasn't that Battlestar? Oh, Battlestar, Battlestar yeah. Galactica. That's what it was. Yeah, she was. She, the, was, she was the queen regent over Battlestar Galactica. Got it. Yep, that's what that means. Nerd. What? <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, I. It, there's a great Netflix series called The Crown, and it it, it it's a dramatization and Hollywood liberties and stuff like that. Sure, but it. The first season starts with her father, uh, King George, the whatever millionth, um, him, his last kind of him getting the kingdom and then him dying and then Queen Elizabeth. And it starts her early career and dealing with post-World War II and how the country is and all that stuff. Or just like... New Zealand and Canada or any of those still recognize her as like Canada their does. monarch? Okay. Yeah, Canada does. It's, she's still on their monies. Yeah, and then whenever there's like a uh, royal tour or something, they will send 
you know, right now she won't go to Canada or something like that, but Prince William or Prince Harry would then go through, well, not Harry right now, because they have some issues there, uh, but uh, William would, you know, travel throughout Canada or something like that. Yep. Uh, I know Australia doesn't recognize the crown anymore. New Zealand probably doesn't either. South Africa, I think, has declared independence. Maybe. I don't know. I think so. And definitely not Pakistan. Yeah, they definitely don't recognize them as the monarchs. Well, and then you have the weird thing with Scotland and Ireland and Brexit and all of that. So I think they're just down to their island in Canada. A little bit of Northern Ireland. Yeah. There's a whole, you know, Northern Ireland um, revolution thing that happens. You mean an entire history of, like, I don't know, <laughs> hatred and genocide? Yeah. Yeah. What and are you terrorism? talking about? It's just a little bit of killing. Which Not a big yeah, deal. goes back hundreds and hundreds of years. So the Irish invented modern-day terrorism, so we got to give them their just due on that. <laughs> I mean, uh, was it the Irish car bomb? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good yeah. shot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a legit thing that happens. Yeah, they, they, uh, the, they, the IRA, which is the uh, Irish Republican Army, I believe is what that stood for. uh, They put a bomb together that killed her uncle uh, while he was boating on the coast of, uh, of Ireland. It killed him and several other members of his family. So, um, yeah, they didn't play around. Is this still a thing that's going on? Just curious. Do we know? I do not know. Uh, so the IRA was disbanded. They came. They kind of came forward and, and said, this is who we were, but we have promised now to disband. Uh, I can't remember the entire justification. I think that was in the early 2000s or maybe late 90s, something like that. So the IRA isn't really around anymore, but I'm sure there's still a remnant of the Irish uh, who uh, wouldn't mind their return, to say the least. Right. I know, like, Scotland voted against Brexit, but because they're part of, you know, the United Kingdom, they had to, like, go along with it. There was a whole thing, yep. and they're even talking about independence from England. There's a lot That's of that kind of been going on. on for a while, but many in Scotland kind of see the value of English currency, and if they went on their own, that could really hurt their economy, so... They kind of, a fair amount of the people in Scotland kind of go, well, it'd be nice, but at the same time, we don't want our, you know, economy to tank. So we'll just say we're something on our own for the World Cup, but keep taking the uh, English money. Yeah. It's all about that pound. Mm. Yeah. I love pound. Brexit. I just remember when that was going on, a whole lot of the like exit interviews, like in polls and whatnot, a lot of people were like, I don't know why I voted that way. I don't know why I voted to Brexit. Like that was probably a really bad idea. Like after, like right after they had done it. Mm-hmm. And it has been a really bad idea. Yeah. Since then. Yep. It's still going on. I don't think they've officially exited the EU just yeah, yet. They They're can't still figure working out how on to it. do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It takes a while. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, she has one uh, sibling, Princess Margaret, who is a whole other discussion and has a wild part of her life marrying a bunch of people and divorcing a bunch of people, which caused a conflict. 
because mm. the whole like Church of England and the Queen is the head of the Church of England and there's a one point where she wants to marry some guy and Queen Elizabeth has to go, No, you can't. I'm the head of the church. <laughs> yeah. Some messed up stuff and it causes a rift between her and Margaret. Um that's a whole other like side story that happens with Queen Elizabeth and Margaret. It's always the younger sisters just causing problems. Well, because well, you also get that sibling rivalry of Elizabeth didn't want to be queen. It wasn't and again, wasn't supposed to be queen, but Margaret wanted to be queen. Uh wanted that, you know, the pompous and all that crap and nope. Sorry. I got to say from the Crown series, Helena Bottom Carter's performance is one of my favorite parts. She's so good in, as a uh, Princess Margaret. Yeah, I I recommend that series a lot. Again, it's Hollywoodized, but it does give a lot of the history of Queen Elizabeth's reign in uh season 4 ended with Diana, Princess Diana and that whole situation mm. from the Amazon? Yes. Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> Uh, but he was talking uh, Princess Diana, uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Tim got it. Yeah. Straight over Caleb's head. so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> yeah. I, and just scrolling through like uh, Queen Elizabeth's history here, she has a fascinating history. And I kind of want to focus on like the whole early part, how she wasn't even supposed to be queen. And here we are, you know, 70 something years later and she's still, you know, going strong it's it's crazy to think that someone who wasn't even in line to be royalty has now been running the country for seven plus years i think also um one thing to keep in mind there's a lot of monarch monarchs in history that they weren't born to take the crown but due to someone in line passing they then were next in line to come and grab it so uh, it's just what makes hers so interesting is the length. Holy crap. Now, granted, running, uh, being the queen now is very different from being the queen from like when Elizabeth I reigned back in the 1600s because then you had a whole lot more power. Nowadays, it's a whole lot of, okay, just mind your P's and Q's and you know, wave properly and don't <laughs> cause a fuss. And that's pretty much the queen right there. You don't affect policy uh, nowadays. So I think it's a way less stressful job at, at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you deal with that in World War II a little bit where uh, Churchill is still going under the command of the queen, um, but also still doing his, his own thing because he's basically the one in charge. Uh, but the queen still had say, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until like recent history that of, they've given more power to the prime minister and whatnot, and constitutional so it, changes. It depends a lot on which party is in office. Uh, Churchill is was part of the more conservative uh, political party. Uh, they like traditions a lot more and will give in to queen's um, recommendations. Uh, the Labour Party. Less so. They don't, some of them, there's some in the Labor Party that are like, why do we still have this? It's a waste on our mm-hmm. uh, economy. Why are we giving our tax money to these people? 
So um, it it does depend uh, a fair amount on who we're talking about in history is is uh, in power. Even like Chamberlain wasn't someone who really cared or took too much advice from uh, the monarch. He was kind of like, oh, that's that's nice, uh, <laughs> but I'm gonna do something very different because I have my own opinions. But Churchill was definitely a monarchist to say the least. It's true. Uh, Margaret Thatcher is another PM that is famous. Um... I don't really have much to say about her other than she was like Reagan. Her and Reagan got along quite a bit. Mm. Yeah. Yep. It's interesting that Thatcher, there, she's such a weird uh, dichotomy in, in philosophies because uh, she would say how she didn't want government to be big, but the best things that she did on the world stage involved getting her hands dirty and getting very involved in the government. So I find that interesting. And she also thought women shouldn't be in power. Uh, yet, <laughs> oh, wow. she was. So, the uh, she would hold uh, cabinet meetings at, at 10 Downing, where the prime minister lives, and uh, she would be cooking the meals. It's like, okay, cool. She's cooking the meals for her whole, her whole staff because that's what women did in that era in their mind. So uh, she was pretty fascinating to be of that generation and yet be kind of forward without wanting to be. <laughs> it's true. Um, it's going to be interesting in the next couple of years to see what happens to the crown overall when Queen Elizabeth does inevitably pass away. What are you talking about? She's going to make it to like 130. Yeah. Because then you get into Charles. me. <laughs> you get in the uh, Prince Charles who, you know, there's a lot of weird things with happened with him and Diana um, and his, he's divorced and the whole, that weird stuff. So it, it's going to be interesting in the next couple of years to see what happens with, uh, you know, Prince Charles and whether or not their kids end up taking the crown or if they just get rid of the crown altogether. Um, I could kind of see England doing that when Queen Elizabeth passes of just, <laughs> no more of that. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are a shit show. <laughs> it depends on how, like, William is still pretty popular over there. Um, Charles is not. Nope. So it would be interesting if uh, Elizabeth passed it on to William. Uh, normally it's passed on to the Prince of Wales, who is still Charles. Mm -hmm. So uh, Elizabeth is a bit of a traditionalist. I think from what I've my sister Brooke knows far more than I do about this stuff. So this is all secondhand knowledge from her, but Elizabeth is more of a traditionalist. So it'd be interesting if she did buck tradition and say, okay, we need to give this to the young generation and to William. He's more popular. Uh, her and Charles have had a somewhat icy relationship in the past. So uh, it could be very interesting if, and when that happens, uh, all I know is it doesn't affect me. I'm American. <laughs> I, I bet Brooke is now uh, screaming at us for the historical inaccuracies. She's probably rolling her eyes going, oh, I'm turning this off now. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. Uh, uh, Prince Charles is also 73 years old. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So if he got the crown, he wouldn't hold on to it. He would not be a contender for longest monarch nope. ever. That's not true. They have like some of the best doctors that are in England looking after them. Okay, you think he's going to make it 70 years? He will he become be the Senate. He could make it 30. Maybe, but like yeah, I'm saying, maybe. he's not going to be a contender for longest monarch ever. 
No, no, no. I'm not I saying I'm not saying he wouldn't have a discussion. long reign. If if that was the discussion, my fault. I was just saying, oh, he could last a long time. Yeah, he, he could, could last, last thirty long. years. Yeah, but if he made it to 150, I'm pretty sure he's a Sith Lord. <laughs> oh, I mean, I thought he was earlier. He probably but, is. You know. That's why he's training to become the Senate. Not, mm. not not to disrespect the dead, but uh, 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 King Philip's last couple photos mm-hmm. before he died definitely looked like Emperor Emperor Palpatine. Palpatine. <laughs> like his eyes are sunken. He looks real bad. Mm. Yeah, poor guy. He was also well, in the he 90s. Was really freaking old. So yeah. I'm sure. He which is crazy. Like, which is crazy because Elizabeth doesn't look like she's 900 years old. Yeah, she's got to be in her nineties, but yeah, I mean, I would, I would give her late seventies, early eighties. She's ninety five, hmm. April twenty first, nineteen twenty six. I'm just saying, like, she's just continues to shrink. I think if my cats <laughs> stood up on their hind legs, they'd be taller than her. I yeah, I she could fit in the box, a small box. That lady. <laughs> What's true. in the box? <laughs> the queen. <laughs> <laughs> She does love corgis. That's a, you know, a fact. I'm I'm feeling a game show here. Like, what size box will the queen fit in? <laughs> now I have to look up the height of Queen Elizabeth. Is it this one? Maybe this one. Sorry. And I think we would be kicking ourselves if we didn't at least bring up the topic of her speech. I think it was last year or year before where she was wearing green. Does anyone remember this? I remember there was something about it, but I don't remember what the deal was. Uh, Well, the deal was it was that same shade of green that they use green screens for. So people were just imprinting whatever they wanted. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Queen Elizabeth is five foot four. Hmm. No, she's not. I think she's still taller than Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Got him. Prince William is 6'3. Yeah. Big old Willie. Good old Prince Willie. How old is he? He is not much older than I am. Say 39. That's my guess. Let's see. He is 39, 1982. USA! USA! He's not that drunk! He's not that drunk! Yeah. And that's all I have on Queen Elizabeth, her early uh, life and reign as we celebrate her reign starting today in 1952. Her 70th reigning anniversary something platinum jubilee platinum jubilee yeah we're celebrating i don't, I don't see why we care though as americans oh, we don't. We're, this is the thing we that, came from england no we no i'm <laughs> german <laughs> and irish yeah, I, I, was saying, I meant the country like, itself i'm eastern mostly European. it depends this part a little was bit of everything french and spanish so I don't know. I just don't see the whole deal. Like, I know people that get really into, like, oh, did you watch Prince uh, Harry's wedding? No. Hmm? I got Why do I want to see your Harry Prince? <laughs> yeah. Or Williams. Uh, did you see the pictures of the of Prince Williams and Kate's baby? No. I don't know what they look like. I don't care about the monarch, personally. Uh, I know that we, quote, came from England, and I get that, but... Uh, I don't care. I'm, I'm don't honestly, Caleb. I'm right there with you. I could give zero fucks about it. They, yeah. they drive on the wrong side of the road. That's yeah. 
I, I do. That's all that matters to me. I, the only thing I worry about about this whole thing is our relationship with England and the peace treaties that we do have. Again, post-World War II. Here's what I say. If they want to fuck around, we'll just drop a bomb on them, too. It seems to be our thing. <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't be, sure that they have some big wouldn't be that hard. Wouldn't be that hard for missiles us. Too. Like the British military and navy is pretty good. Not saying it's like up to ours. I do appreciate them though as a as an ally and uh, <laughs> uh, their soccer. I enjoy uh, greatly, but I just don't really get the whole monarch thing. It's you know whatever to me. I just don't understand why Americans would care. That's the whole thing. I'm just like, hey Americans, that's not us. Let's go uh, celebrate Patrick Mahomes or our our sports royalty because that's what matters more to us, I think. But like whatever. All the Americans that are obsessed with the monarchy, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's why we started in America was against Wait the crown. to get away from that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. And, and the whole like Church of England and the monarch being or the king being, you know, the head of Church of England is part of the whole reason why we have the pilgrims getting away from the Church of England. That's why we have separation of church and state, which is way misinterpreted. It just means, like, the United States can't have a church of the United States. That's all that really means, like the Church of England. Like, the president can't be, you know... The head of the church. Yeah. Can't be the pope. Yeah. So, but, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we... I'm pretty sure we have a document uh, called the Declaration of Independence, which is uh, heavy-handed against the crown. And, you know... So we should just throw the declaration at the queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She'll hiss and like a vampire. and everything with Nicolas Cage throwing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to celebrate your platinum jubilee? Here you go. Here's a reminder. Here's a declaration of independence. <laughs> again. We're independenting again. <laughs> what? I, just, I love the visual image of Nicolas Cage being obsessed with American politics that he he would defend the honor against the crown for whatever. I'm going to steal the crown jewels or whatever he wants He'd to do. He'd find some secret passageway in in yeah. the castles and just. I mean, if you don't think those exist, you're wrong. Oh, they exist. They're they're definitely underground. I want to yes, build my own house with secret passageways. Oh, hell yeah. Well, apparently... I experienced uh, Thomas Jefferson's secret pass by accident when I was like six. Ooh. I was. Uh, yeah, my family went to Monticello. We were actually like the next people that were like going to get to go into Monticello. Um, but then Mikhail Gorbachev, uh, prime, former prime minister of Russia, was coming through. And uh, so I got to see him up close and personal. Don't know if you've ever seen Gorbachev. Dude's got a funny mark on his head. And I'm six. So I said to my mom real loud, what's wrong with his head? <laughs> uh, and then Caleb like, disappeared. Yeah, yeah. Came back in 1999, but no, I um we we then got to go through into Monticello, and I think the people working inside weren't paying attention because they had been giving Gorbachev, you know, the grand tour. So this little six-year-old with too much energy saw this bookshelf, and I just kind of moved it, and I like I went around, it ran in a circle like you see in the movies, and I was kind of like whoa, and it went the this door went down into the cellar, and I was like. And then there's also stairs that went up. And then so I just I didn't go up or down. I just kind of came back around and I saw like this tour guide just giving me a look of what did you just do? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm six. I'm sorry. 
And now I realize, hmm, that was probably one of the things that Jefferson used to, I don't know, move Sally Hemings up into his bedroom or something like that. 100%. I know there's secret passages in the White House. Oh, absolutely. Yep. And underground tunnels and whatnot, because that's how Marilyn Monroe got around mm-hmm. with JFK. Yep, they snuck her in and out of there a lot. Yep. Let's also call it, I mean, JFK had more than just her coming up to wherever Also, yeah, she was just the most famous one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was a bit of a dog. Yeah. Rough, rough. The dude was not a good human being, but, you know, what president is. Yeah, none of them. <laughs> so, we all know Washington's best friend was Bot. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Maybe we'll do a multiple-part series about World War II, because that's fascinating. Uh, and because like all of our even modern history and the way politics work in like Europe is drawn back to World War Two. Like a whole bunch of things changed and happened because of World War Two. Well, even what's happening now in the Ukraine is heavily influenced by that. I mean, mm-hmm. they're the, the Russians are worried we're gonna get into their Eastern Bloc. You know, uh, Putin would love to have the Ukraine back into uh, Russia. So if they're wanting to go to NATO, that's a big loss for Putin. Yo, um, NATO exists because of World War II. Yar. Which is funny because it's like you look at the stats of NATO and it's like 90% American. I'm like, all right, cool. All right. Fancy. fancy. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's all I have about uh, the Queen. Um, That's all I got. Watch the Netflix series. You'll get way more information from me. She's still the queen. God save her. God save her. Long live the queen. No. (laughs) I just say go rewatch her speech from a couple years ago. Specifically, one of the versions where they used her blouse as a green screen. (laughs) It was a really good speech, but then also green screening anything on top of it. Just comedy gold. Yeah. Well played. Reminds me of uh, what's his face, uh, Sheila LaBeouf, Shia, Shia, LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, whatever the Transformers guy. Yeah, uh, when he did the green screen thing, I don't recall. Oh, yeah. you know your dreams. Let your dreams be dreams. Whatever he talk, and he's freaking out. Yeah, it was like a thing, a meme for like a oh. year. Oh, yeah. All right. I guess I just wasn't. Tapped in at that point. I don't know. It was a few years ago. This is when he kind of went off the rails a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> any final thoughts about the Queen and England? Nope. All right. Anything? Nothing? Nope. Just that speech. Just that speech. Caleb, you have any final words for us? I wish her well. That's it. I don't know what else she needs, but I wish her well. Me too. That's the show. Uh, that's the BS show. Hopefully you were confused, slightly disappointed, and laughed <laughs> a little what, bit. That's what we shoot for. <laughs> that's Yeah, about par. Uh, have a good week. Have a good month. We'll be back with the middle next week. Uh, love you. Goodbye. Bye. Good Valentine's.